Wedding Diaries with Lynn and Jamie. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Decision Diaries, where today we're going to be talking about Jamie's decision to go on 50 dates. So this is going to be great because I kind of know about the concept, but you need to give me some background on this. What, what in the world were you thinking? Okay. So preface this, I am uh, divorced at the time. I think, I think I'm divorced when I start this, maybe not. I hope so. No, 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 no. I had a long separation because as you know, I had started my own business and my ex-husband agreed to stay legally married so that I would be able to get health insurance. So I was not living with him. There was nothing, you know, nothing inappropriate going on for the most part. Um, But I, you know, but anyway, to say this is that going into your, being in your 40s, having birthed three children and dating is a very different world than dating in your 20s. And um, you're dealing with people who have a lot of baggage and, you know, <laughs> kids and exes and, you know, oh. life has lifed them. And so the dating world can be a little bit discouraging. So this is what happened. I had gone on, and, and let me just say this, in my mid-40s, I don't know if you remember this, but there's something called the divorce diet. And when you go through a divorce, you, you magically shed weight. And it's probably a combination of stress because, you know, just don't have that same appetite. And also like, oh my gosh, someone is going to see me naked. Like, oh, well, we talk about this all the time. My husband and I, we talk about how beautiful our bodies would be if we got divorced. And I'm like, why don't we pretend to get divorced and maybe we'll get in shape. So you did look awesome. I just want to put it. I just want to say. You actually fit back into your prom dress from high school. Like who does that in their fifties? You were insane. You look good. You still look good. I I mean, you look good, uh, but, but you were, you were on a roll. So so I used to call it my Cinderella body because I'm like, I know, I know it's at some point it's going to go away, but I'm going to, you know, I'm going to enjoy. So I, I felt confident. I looked really good, but dating was still horrific. So what I did was I, what I, and the funny thing was I didn't discover that I had ADHD when I was starting this date, this dating thing. But what I've discovered is people with ADHD, we like those gold stars. And so what happened was I did yoga. Yoga was my jam. And I did more classes than anybody else in the studio when they had a challenge. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to turn dating into a challenge because what would happen is I would meet somebody, I would think I was falling in love because I would get that dopamine hit and all the excitement of a new relationship. He would end up being an asshole and I would be discouraged and forget it. I'm not dating. So I'm like, I am not going to allow myself to do that. I am going to continue marching on. So here was the objective. I And, and let me say this, probably before I started the 51st date challenge, I probably had had 51st dates, if I'm being honest. I had probably wow. had probably gone out with at least 50 men. And I will tell you that I, and I want to do a whole episode on dating and what I learned as an adult versus what I learned in my twenties and, and how you do date differently. But what I did was I created a Facebook group and I basically said, this is what I'm doing. Who wants to join me in this challenge? And you know, I have to tell you, there were a lot of people who also had not 
really dated and and we loved having the support of each other. And there were several people who ended up in long-term relationships as a result of that challenge. So um, I won't give you the punchline and what happened in those 50 first dates, but I will tell you that it it worked. It was really great to have the so, community. So I have some questions. Okay, go <laughs> so ahead. First question is, why did you pick 50, 51? Um, well, first of all, I want to say this. I did not want to. So I didn't, I wasn't going to go on 50 first dates if I met the one, right? I was not. Oh, okay. okay. That makes sense. Was, that makes it sense. Was, I was only going to go on 50 first dates until I found the person that I wanted to be with. So I never wanted to cross that 50 line. But, you know, let's take, I mean, I'm a marketing person. 50 first dates sounds a lot better than 52 first dates. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Well, I mean, some people would say 10. Some people would say 25. Oh, I, you listen, went for I, 50. <laughs> I could do, I could get six dates in a week, honestly. Like I could just, wow. I, I was on, you know what, when, when you're goal oriented as we are and, and, you know, you have a goal in mind, I'm, I'm going to make this happen. Like next, next, next. And okay. um, I have so, a lot of questions. I have a okay. lot of questions. Go on. Where did you find your dates? The majority of them were online. Um, I, I wish more people had set me up. I, I will tell you that that was, you know, when, when we dated in our twenties, uh, there was no internet. And so you either met somebody live and in person, or as we say, IRL, or you got set up and it just seems like people aren't setting people up. They just don't seem to want to put themselves out there. I love to set people up. I think I've got five marriages behind me, but, um, the majority of my dates did come from, um, from the internet. Well, you know, my husband and I were, were a blind date set up. And what's interesting is the person that set us up really didn't really think Bruce and I were great for each other. He was trying to date my girlfriend. So I was just kind of like, oh, sure, throw her with Bruce. And yeah, and then we wow. ended up sticking and my girlfriend ended up canceling that day. And I went anyway. So I believe in blind dates. I think somehow the universe does put people together and you are a great matchmaker. I mean, that could be a whole business. Oh, you know what? Yes. Anyway. Okay. Maybe put that on my bucket list for when I retire. Yeah. So you're meeting these people online, any particular online match, which, which one are you using? Which, which one are you? So I, I, and like I said, we need to do an episode on this. I think I used just about all of them at one point. So I'll tell you, I used, um, match I used Bumble, which, uh, and like I said, I, I'm going to skip skip all of those because I think we should do an episode on deciding to online date. Yeah. Um, I, di I did Tinder. I did um, Plenty of Fish. Oh, Facebook wow. dating had not come out at that point. So there, and that would have been probably ideal for me because I, I love my Facebook community. Um, uh, oh, and OkCupid. Okay that was another one that I did. So wow. I, I had yeah. no idea. Yeah. yeah. You can do an episode. You, you're like that, that you could provide feedback to all of those online. So yes, that will be an episode. I'm writing it down right now. Okay. So anyway, I, I was goal oriented and I will tell you that in the beginning, and this is how I used to date, I would even say this, I can't even believe I did this, but I would meet somebody for coffee and I would decide immediately if there was any chance that I had any attraction to them at all. And I do remember one of those first dates. And also, I would go ahead and, and get my own coffee uh, so that I didn't feel any obligation. I, I didn't want to feel guilty that I had taken anything from anybody. 
and I wanted a quick exit. And I also, you know, usually would plan, which this is all good dating tips, you know, half an hour of time. But I remember one conversation, this guy was, I mean, we talked on the phone, he met all my criteria, he was professional, he had a PhD, he was Jewish, he was a little younger than me, he was um, super fit, and he was so boring that I now understood why he was, you know, why he was single still. But um, I would make the decision as to whether I was attracted that, to them within like the, like immediately, which in hindsight, that's a horrible way to date. And that and, is not good. If that would yeah. have been the case, I wouldn't be married right now because both my husband and I did not look good the first day we met each other. I was hungover and he had just played the soccer game. So more to come on that. But let me tell you, first date, if we had just gone on looks, I, I don't know. So, so one of the big regrets I have too, I remember this one guy and I said, we were going to meet in the, we were going to go to a nice place that was on the, the ocean so we could see the sunset and get drinks. And I'm like, I don't even want to waste my evening with him. I'd you know, rather go do something else if I'm not going to be attracted to him. So I said, how about this? Let's meet in the lobby of the hotel. And oh if we're attracted <laughs> to each other, we don't go inside. Like that was how I used wow. to So- uh, I, so you want, you ready for like the, how oh, I mean, I mean, right now I have written down so many questions because oh, so I, I mean, I, I have so many, I have so many questions. Okay. I, <laughs> okay. So you mentioned criteria. So before we hear about how these dates went, I have got to hear this criteria because I know who you're with now mm -hmm. and I have got to hear this criteria for this 50 day okay. challenge. Okay, so, here we go. I mean, you know, I, I needed to be attracted to that person. Um, I had a list and they, they really do tell you that you should sort of, I mean, write down what it is you want. And that's for anything, any goal or anything that you want to, to create it, to speak it and have it be. And again, I'm California woo woo. So, you know, that's going to come into this. But, um, you know, I, I will tell you this. Um, my number one criteria was that I wanted somebody kind. So at least that was, you know, that was a really good, good trait to look for. I wanted somebody professional. Okay. Um, I wanted somebody who, um, I, 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 for the most part, everybody that I dated had children. I, I was open to dating somebody that didn't have kids. If they had been in a, in a um, long-term relationship, I didn't want, you know, preferably marriage. I, I just, I needed somebody who understood commitment. That was, you know, in, in my mind. Um, you know, you're going to be surprised to hear that religion did not matter. Uh, I know, you know, when I dated the first round, I really wanted to find a Jewish husband. Uh, that didn't work so well for yeah. me. Can I, I interject here on that one? Go ahead. Can I interject here on that one? Please. So when Jamie and I were in our 20s and we would go out on a night of the town, which consisted usually of going to ragtime in Atlantic Beach, Florida, Jamie, as soon as somebody would come up, Jamie would be like, are you Jewish? And that is also why everybody thought I was Jewish is because as soon as they that's walked up, they buy us a drink. Lynn, you were, well, Lynn, yeah, there's a couple of reasons. That's not why they thought you were Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> Lynn's nose is bigger than mine. <laughs> well, I'm Italian, so my nose is going to be big. But I will say that you would usually, within like two or three sentences, you would, you would screen them and and they would assume that both of us were looking for jewish people even though um i was catholic now i i was not looking for someone jewish so sometimes i would be her wingman if they were both jewish i would i would hook up with the with the sidekick so that jamie would have a a chance with a jewish man so you're right as you get older as you've had children you've raised your children jewish 
So yeah. now it doesn't matter, which is right. awesome. Right. Now, so uh, the only other thing I have about your criteria um, is that if you've ever watched like Indian matchmaking reality shows and all of that, they always what? say they write down 10 items and then they cross out seven. Yes. So now this was back when I was not crossing anything off. I was still idealistic. Remember, I have this rocking body. I'm, you know, I'm funny, ha ha ha, and <laughs> cute, and you know, and I know, you know, what's out there. But um, yeah, I wanted somebody with a good smile and a decent body, and was fit, and like I definitely had my my checklist. Um, but uh, so here, here is. Do you have other questions before I before I go? No, no, I'm ready. I'm okay. ready. This is building. This Run is building. Jump. Yes, absolutely. Let's, I, I got to hear this. Okay. I, 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 I paused with number 12 for about six months. I would say it was my most significant relationship outside of my, um, my current relationship. Um, and I hoped that he was the last. I, I really did. I, I wanted to be done at 12. Um, and it didn't work out. And I learned a lot about myself. I have to say truthfully that dating for me taught me more about myself than anything else I've ever done was you know, getting to intimate with people. And I'm not talking about in the physical way, but like really getting to know them and their stories and, and who, you know, how they were made to be the way they were and, and what their backstory was. And, um, you know, I, and I think especially I'm going to stereotype or generalize, but many men really don't have a confidant. Um, in other men. And so they that tends to be their relationship. So I really learned a lot about human nature going through the dating process. And yeah, but, uh, you know, we we also like to hear about those those crazy dates where you're you were either looking for the exit or those dates where you were like, I want to jump across, leap across this table and just attack this person because they are so good looking or something like that. There had to have been some crazy moments. There, there were, I mean, I, you know, as we talked about in the deciding to have a lover episode, I'm not exactly the wildest person. I wish I could say there were a lot of people who made it to date three. Um, and when we, when I give dating advice, because that's really my, my personal, um, my little hobby is, is coaching people on dating. Um, then I will, you know, share more about that. But, um, I will say that there were some great guys. There were a few, not many that I really liked that didn't like me back. And I will also say, and I'm, I'm proud of this, that I went into most dates hoping I would like them. I, I didn't, I really didn't worry about whether, um, they were going to like me because of course they were going to like me, which right. was really, really different than my experience in high school and in my twenties. Um, oh, I was quite the different. I was quite the opposite. And I think I can owe that to my mom. My mom really inspired my sister and I to have an abundance of confidence. And especially when it came to dating and men and, you know, she's, she was like, if someone doesn't like you, they just don't like you. And at this point, here is a journal and write their name in the book. And every single time someone broke up with me, which we will be interviewing somebody uh, in these podcasts who actually, you know, broke up with me. And I will, I will bring that up, that that was a bad decision for them. But <laughs> my, my, my mom uh, would say, write their name in the book. I mean, this is just yeah, somebody that out. doesn't like you and they don't like you right now. But my mom was also like, life is long and they may come back again in the future in your life and, and like you. And you can be like, hey. 
you were in my dump book, right? Yeah. <laughs> and and somehow it just was very it. encouraging. So I think I always went out there with the, I'm going to get a yes. And then if I get a no, you get to go in my book. And then the next person. And I also approached that same philosophy when I was planning for jobs. So thanks, mom, for that. I've had that. Now, I haven't had date in my 50s. So, you know, listening to you talk about dating in your 50s, I get it. I know that if I got divorced, I'd have I'd look as hot as you at the time that you were getting a divorce. I was living vicariously through you as you were dating because I find dating interesting because you meet a lot of people. And I'm sure are you friends with anybody that you had gone on these dates with? Of course, of course. I, yes. Yeah. I mean, that was what, that was one of the things I'll I'll give one punchline into dating. One of the things that I wish that I had known when I went on my 51st dates was there was a book called if the Buddha dated and I wish that I had approached dating more of what is this person here to teach me? You know what? Maybe it's not going to be a romantic connection. Maybe it's going to be a friend. Maybe they're going to introduce me to somebody. Maybe they're going to introduce me to a hobby that I wouldn't know about. And, um, so I, I wouldn't have done those meet me in the lobby and let me decide if I'm attracted to you like that. Definitely. If, if I, I hope that I am with my last partner now, and I definitely hope that I don't have to go on again, but I, you know, like I said, when we do our dating episode, what I know now would change completely how I dated. As I shared in the beginning of the episode, there were some weeks I'm like, I got to get my numbers up. I got to go on six dates. Well, you know what happens when you go on six dates with six different men? You don't really have time to focus on, you know, some of the good qualities that are out there because you're so concerned with getting those numbers up. And when I say dates, they were coffee dates, mostly some hiking dates, Maybe some dinner dates if we had a really, really good conversation, but um, there was That's only where I one. think you, you, you might have approached that differently, a little bit differently, because that was the other thing my mom taught me in college when I was low on funds. My mom was like, go no. on dates. No. And I know you want to be no. independent, but no, I, I I'm, I'm traditional. That. I'm traditional that way. I and believe then they, in karma. Uh-uh. I think that yeah, is so yeah. wrong. There's actually a I think it's traditional. It. Oh, and now we hear our now we hear our our backgrounds. But I will here's another thing I want to I want to mention as well is that I think what's really hard for someone like you, and it was it was kind of hard for, for me too, is that when you go on a date, because you're sort of an entertaining, right? Yeah. It's like how many dates does it take until you realize you know, I'm doing like a comedy routine here and this person is just reacting to it. And I will tell you, you know, the person who I almost married, it took me a long time to realize, you know, I'm not really getting anything back from this person. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of their personal entertainment. And so did you well, ever you have are, that experience? You are funny. No, I don't think, um, I don't think that way. I do want to go back to that. I've never, ever did. And I want to look up that word, by the way, like what it what? was, because there's like a whole thing where people literally will get men to take them out so they can get meals. And I actually tell my guy friends, if she isn't willing to meet you for coffee for a first date, that's telling you exactly who she is and run because it's expensive for men. To oh, date. No, no. So I have two boys and I told my boys, there's a couple of things that if they want and, you know, you know, my older son has been dating his girlfriend since he was 15 and, and they're now in their 20s. But I was like a couple things. You got to meet the father. You have to shake the father's hand if you, you know, if you want to 
um, get married, you, you have to go ask the dad just because that's how we do it. But I have always told them to pay and I have paid because as a parent of two boys who were starting to date in, you know, in their teens, I paid, I paid for movies. I think even in elementary school, because that's just how I guess I was raised. That's how my parents raised me. And, you know, it wasn't until my husband and I were dating and we never stopped being together. So you have a dating process. And then if you get married afterwards, you find out how much that courtship cost. And the first time I saw his discover bill, I was like, why is your discover bill so high? He's like, do you remember that Cessna we went up into? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I was yeah. like, yeah. So guess what ends up happening, Jamie? I end up paying off that card. So, you know, it does come around. It definitely comes around. Well, so I, yeah, I did. One of the things you need to consider it again is dating post-divorce is that that guy has children and child support, oh, yeah. and, you know, and so, you know, it isn't, it isn't so easy just to drop. It's not just, you know, that, that spending money matters more when you're, when you're, well, yeah, now these kids have college, you know, they could have college loans. I mean, I think, I think it, you adjust with the situation, right? I mean, if you're dating somebody and, and you know, there's a connection there, you know, you go on hikes, you do things that are less expensive. I think hikes are great. I think it's a great time to just kind of be talking and not really focused on, you know, who's paying for this or that. And then you can end the date early, go on a short trail or yeah. you can keep going. And all of a sudden you find yourself, you know, out there in for two a, hours. In a public space. Let's make sure that we, you know. We oh, oh, well, yeah. You're always doing these safety concerns. Yeah, for sure. My mom. <laughs> I would imagine that people that are listening to this podcast, I mean, they should know, right? They should right. know. They well, should know. Everybody be safe. Okay. But, Anyway, okay, so, so you were never threatened. Let's so, just put it that yeah, way. You were in no, public no, no, places. No. I'm, I was really lucky. I had the one one night stand that we talked about in in our first episode. Um, that was in the fifty. I want to say he was like number twelve or thirteen. Maybe he was number thirteen. I don't remember. It was early on. Um, it was not number twelve. I'm sorry, because twelve was. I remember twelve was significant. Um, but I will say that I did not meet my significant other in the fifty first dates. And, um, I did not go on another 51st dates in terms of the challenge, but I definitely, um, you know, knew that, that being with a partner was something that was, was important to me. And I was really sad when I, when I hit that number, I, I really honestly never thought that I was going to, but I did have a few, I had a, you know, a six month relationship. I had a three month relationship. I had, you know, an eight, a couple, eight week, really, you know, that kind of thing. Like I, I had a few little relationships in there, but, um, remember I was single and dating for five years. Oh, wow. Was yeah. it that long? Been, it doesn't yeah, feel like it's been that long. I feel like well, Brian's been around years. forever, right? I'm single, I'm single for eight years, but I've been with my partner for, you know, for more than three now. So, um, wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did not think that was five years. Well, I guess time flies while you're having fun. And <laughs> for me, anyway. And anyways, I'm over here struggling, you know, being married, of course, in, in, in raising children and deciding to love each other. So those people that made it to the second date and the third date, and you mentioned a couple of them that made it a couple of months. Sure. How did they make the cut to the second and third and fourth dates? Well, I liked them. So they got to go out with me again. 
that's really how that worked. And, um, but like I said, I, I, I will give you a teaser into some of my dating advice. And, um, and this was not the dating advice that I was following when I was going on the 51st dates, but this is, if I were going to go back to myself, you know, uh, no regrets as we talk about, I, these are the criteria that I learned from a dating coach who I listened to her podcast. I loved it. It's called, her name is Sandy Weiner, and her podcast is, um, your last first date. And she is actually a dating coach for women over 40 and her criteria. And I don't know if it was her or one of her guests. And I really liked this was, they have to be on a scale of one to 10 in attraction of four, which is actually a very low bar. But what really happens when you like someone and they treat you well and you enjoy their company is they become more attractive to you. Right. Absolutely. Uh, you have to be able to laugh. Right. And you have to be able to be yourself. And oh, and you have to be willing to kiss them, because here's the thing. If you look at them and there's like no way would I kiss you, I don't you, you cannot force that kind of attraction. So let's. That criteria of would I kiss you doesn't work for me because after a couple of beers, I have to be careful that I'm always kissing my husband. I am a kissing, I am a kissing bandit. If you are near me and it's like, it's scary. Like, okay, you know, if I'm out with a boss, which I was out with a boss who was an alcoholic when I was married and we went to Tijuana, I was like, no, 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 nobody kissing anybody. I, I, I mean, it's really a problem for me. In addition to, you know, being completely truthful and honest, you don't, I could never be in the FBI. You give me a, a drink and I would tell you all of our deep secrets, classified information. So I can kiss just about anybody. I can't think of anybody I wouldn't woman. kiss. Uh, I am not attracted to women. I have no problem with other people being attracted to women, but I, I am not. I truly, I love men. And I, I tell you what's really hard for me uh, originally was when I met my husband realizing, oh my gosh, he's going to be the last one. And I actually write about that in my diary about he's going to be the last one. And the minute that I said that, a guy, I lived at the beach at the time. I was living with two guys in a house. And at the time, some guys pulled up to my driveway in a Jeep because they, they, they went to the wrong house. And I thought, oh my God, is God testing me? Because there's like four of the hottest guys in a Jeep pulled up to my house. And I was like, wow. But I thought, nope, nope. I really, I, I think I'm in love with Bruce. I think this is it. I think this is the one uh, and it was, I mean, we're, we're at 25 years. So uh, it is the one, it is a decision every day and, and we're doing all right. And we're going to be empty nesters, which I'm excited about. So I may be able to get back. Uh, you know, you, you had some fun while you were single. Well, you know, you had some fun. I absolutely had some fun and I'm glad that I had that time. And I'm glad that I found a great guy and uh, we're living together and, um, you know, we'll talk about the decision to live together too, but, uh, this was a really fun episode. I hope it was fun. Cause you didn't know much about that, that whole experience and my gold stars. And, uh, but I'm, I'm really proud. I'm, and also I'm going to give you this, if you're listening and you're on the fence about, you know, dating or, I mean, doing it with community, doing it with other people made the experience so much better. And, and like I said, even though I didn't find my significant other in those 51st dates, uh, there were plenty of people who joined me that did. 
Wow, that is so interesting. I don't know how I missed that. Why did I not follow that group? What was going on with me in my well, life? I didn't put it out to you. I only, you know, put it out to a single parent group that I was in for them to. Oh to my it. God. Oh, now, now I'm upset with you. I wanted, I would have followed that every day. You probably no, would, wouldn't have wanted me to, to like and comment in there. No, I, I no. suppose being a married woman, I understand. And you started a Facebook group, of course. And of course you got a following. And my understanding is that Facebook group has gotten bigger since you yeah. left. So there are people out there right now doing this right now. We wish you the best of luck. We hope you find what Jamie found, which is either yourself or someone else, right? Absolutely. You said it so well. I totally found myself. That is awesome. So no regrets, right? No, no, no regrets at all. No regrets. Please join our podcast and share your decisions that you make in your life. And we'd love to have you join us and tell us your story.